Avengers! We are assembled. And we are back with the MMA Avengers assembled. He said it correctly. <laughs> I'm improving to listen. I'm, like, I'm a work in progress, so I can improve. Yes. And Henry's here too. Note, the new number is. Henry's stepping into Jake. Henry. Another dummy. <laughs> the only difference is. Uh, Henry's a brown belt. We should get his belt soon, though. Henry's been doing good. I mean, he practically lives in the gym. Literally. He lives back here. I know Jake was doing Taekwondo. I know he's young. Yeah, Jake almost sure lost he'll get back to doing it. Taekwondo. Did he tell you about that? I've seen uh, his TikTok. He's, yeah. he's killing it on TikTok. He's like, Dude, they're just giving away views. The Chinese bots, man. I was like, all right, Jake. You can't monetize TikTok. Huh? Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it pays off with the Manimal documentary. That's so, right. That's right. Give us some uh, some news. Yeah, you know, I was saying it's almost hard for me to watch the documentary because it's so emotional for me. Because, you know, it goes through. Uh, uh, you guys know my story. I was bankrupt and... Uh, Fucking lost a fuck ton of money, you know, lost my jam, uh, wound up starting back over. And then, you know, it's emotional. Uh, and I almost wasn't here. So, you know, it gets emotional thinking about uh, not doing all the things I did since that point of being at my lowest, you know, because all the best parts of my life came after that uh, in a lot of different ways. So, yeah, I'm grateful that I'm still here and watching it. Yeah, it's it's uh it's almost traumatic for me. But yeah, like you said, like we gotta do a viewing party. Uh, Gary I'll said that. Can, Let yeah. me suggest: can we can we shut down Law or can we shut down? Or I was after thinking hours? that could do Law, uh, or I could rent the movie theater. So we'll see how Ooh. it how it flushes out. You know, depending on what the draw looks like, because I want to do like I always carry the way you're thinking is what I was thinking too. I want to have like you know like the when you go and you take the picture in front of the thing. Then to them, it's a step in yeah. It's like a big banner, but oversized. Yeah, I mean, listen, small scale, but you could have all that stuff on a small yeah. scale. You get photographers, your friends to come that take photos and like, pay them to take pictures for a half an hour, you know, with the flag and the real fucking red carpet event. Even if I wanted to do it lower, I would set it up like that, but it would be nice to do it at the theater. But the theater nah, you're right, you're right. Do the theater route. We get we all get there dressed up. There was a theater up. I wanted to do it at. It was like a small theater in Great Neck where uh, one of my friends had done a premiere uh, for her doc, but uh, they they didn't make it through COVID. So mm-hmm. and that's what's been taking the doc, you know, forever too. It's like COVID kind of you know, unfortunately, really shut down the ability to shoot and travel, and then now we're kind of um, you know been at the finish line now, and we're ready to launch. You know, so I just wanted to uh, to figure out the right way to do that. And yeah, premiere, but I don't know, is there a way to monetize it? Like, do we want to sell it? Do we want to just, you know, we'll see how that looks. But uh, definitely got to team up with the weekly scraps out there 
Did he tell you how long it's going to be? Are we looking at an hour? No, no, no. It's a short time. It's four, we made it 40. It's like 41 minutes. Ooh. We could have made it longer, but here's the thing. To make it an hour, then you're not eligible for the short documentary category. And we really didn't have enough footage to make it two hours. If Because remember, we did this after the fight. So we didn't have all that footage from the fight. We, we got it kind of like after. This is the story. You know, we're telling a story in media rays. We're in the middle of things now. So we didn't get to tell a story from the beginning. Like he wasn't there at the fight. We just have all the stuff from it and then everything after. And, and but, as you said, you feel like you were cut open, bleeding on this canvas? Oh, what is an artist? So you were like, that I need to get over myself, right? And uh, No, started- no, no, not get over yourself. But you're like, I can't get through this. I'm crying. I go, it's, well, it's, we got to see this. Don't give Jake any more time. And here's what's painful, too. Uh, what, what the documentary shows is really just a sliver of everything that actually happened, right? You can't really show... Uh, everything that happened in a process to get to the story of winning the fight at the garden, which is really a story about, you know, life taking you in a circuitous route to achieve what you would feel is your destiny, uh, how timing works. Because remember, when I first started MMA, MMA was illegal in New York. And MMA didn't become legal until 2016 in New York. All the guys I started fighting with, remember, I, I turned pro in 2003. Okay, so my first career was 2003 to 2007. Wow. Then I had 10 years off. I had hurt my shoulder. Uh, then I opened the gym. And so 10 years away from the sport. If I would have fought the whole time through, I probably would have retired in 2013, 2014, like all the other guys I trained with. Right. And I would have never got to fight at the Garden, which even though yeah. it may not have been a UFC title, it was Bellator, as big a show as you could get, sold out uh, in my hometown. Uh, and would never have happened if life didn't fucking take me on a decade-long odyssey. Like, you know, uh, you know, Odysseus and the Odyssey, that 10 years he's lost at sea without all those adventures, right? What? I got home. Okay, well, there's no fucking story there. How did I get to Madison Square Garden? Well, let me tell you, it wasn't fucking easy because life fucking threw me off path and brought me in a, back around hurt me, you know, made me do other shit. Uh, and then everything, you know, went to shit. And, uh, and then I found myself back to desiring to fight again. I was like, you know what? I think I still got some stuff I want to do. And I had my, a fight of Bellator 155. I lost that fight. Kerry was at that fight though. I seen her press pass for Bellator 185. I have all the paperwork and everything. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, listen, that fight, I was doing good. You could ask Ray, and uh, he'll say I was doing good till I wasn't, and uh, oh well. But then I dropped to 45. You know, I trained for like 18 months. So from that fight that I lost to the fight at the Garden, 18 months straight, I was in the gym, and I was trying to get fights. I was supposed to fight in October at Nassau Coliseum. That fell through. Then I was supposed to fight February at Mohegan Sun. Two days before, not even two days, I made weight. For that fight. I don't know if you remember. I made weight for that fight. And the guy pulled out like the day of the weigh-ins. Or the yeah. day before the weigh-ins. Even at that level, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. And then, uh, and that was February. And then the fight at the Garden was June. So I was like in camp for 18 months. Uh, fuck. Yeah, we got to bring that energy back. 
for this world champ camp because worlds is june 1st essentially but masters worlds which i'll do both is september 1st so we could really get like eight months of like grind training and do a bunch of stuff so i'm excited oh but um yeah so the animal doc you know the culmination of everything that happened uh praise odin uh, what a blessing. Uh, I know we all follow different deities, but, uh, you know, Odin told me, am I the god of merchants or warriors? And, uh, and I was like, yeah, you're right. I need to need to get some action in. And uh, even now, still training great. You know, it feels good to be training. And I kind of lost, you know what really happened? I lost um, focus on what my passion is. My passion is training and being in the gym and, and getting to just, you know, get better and do all the things that are fulfilling. And I got away from that on the gym. I became a, a paper pusher. So, sorry. I know I talked a lot on that one. Was That's that? a good I, lesson. I, oh, it's it's a good lesson. But, uh, yeah, I'm fucking, uh, I'm really grateful that everything turned out the way it did. When are you thinking? The fall? Summer? No, no, we got to launch. No, we're ready to go. Got to, uh, I don't know. But to do this, I mean, I know you guys are like ex. Well, how expert, long do you need like, to plan? Six weeks. Promotion weeks. people. February first is in bulk, so that's six weeks from solstice, from equinox. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of people showing up. There's gonna be a lot of people. A lot of people like you, uh, John. Could do it on my birthday, May first. Hey. I wonder, or is that too yeah. easy? Should I do it like uh, Equinox is March 21st? Then everybody has to show up. Oh. You're going to have like aunts and uncles that you haven't seen just for the birthday. <laughs> yeah, be... oh, do we have to hold gifts? We're giving you yeah, gifts on your documentary talk... day? Yeah, then they can hear me talking about wanting to kill myself and shit. That'll be great. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be great stuff to go home to their family with. Oh, did you know that? No, because let me tell you. you tell Man, that John... I remember him when he you, was. You tell guys, oh, you should talk about your feelings. And then when you talk about your feelings, you know what everyone was telling me? Stop Be, talking you know, about it. Like, stop it. Man up. Dude, <laughs> I'm struggling here. You know, it's so, it's crazy, but guy, and then you wonder why fucking guys kill themselves. You know? Are you guys what? fans of Jordan Peterson? Uh, eh, but I will tell you this. I don't know if he says this, but men kill themselves like. 10 times more than fucking women. Like there's a lot of pressure. And when, uh, when you don't um, feel successful and I'm just speaking as myself, this is how I feel. And I think a lot of people could relate to this and I, I'm a man and I think this is something men experience. If you look at the stats for suicide, that when you feel like you're unsuccessful uh, and the world makes you feel unsuccessful, guys do tend to kill themselves more. You know, it, there's a feeling. I don't know if women have the same feeling. Uh, well, that's and, what pissed me off with Patty Pimlet, where I, where he took a step backwards. He had that win over Jordan Levitt a couple months ago, and then he's like, he's like, my friend just killed himself a couple days ago while I was cutting weight, and he goes, men need to express. That's what happened to me. And then that's Jared Gordon fight happens and he's an asshole and i'm like dude you took a step backwards so listen when i was training to fight at the garden a week before one of my training partners that i knew for 20 years i don't know if you ever trained with james gabbard like he used to teach at sarah's 
were you making a Gabbard face? No, oh, that was me, my research face. Oh, because that's oh, how he's that he's researching a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's well rounded. You know what that means? He fucking sucks at everything. That was Gabbard's favorite thing. So he fucking. The angry snowman? Angry snowman, yeah. <laughs> what a great nickname. So he, so me and him used to fight in ring of combat together. And when I wanted to train for my first fight back, he's an older guy. I was like, yo, can I spar with some of you guys? I spar with this guy, Vinny and shit. And I was like, all right, you know, just like, let me ease into Damn, it. He fought Mike Swick. Oh, that was a great fight. Yo, my God. The problem with that fight, he was too fast for his own fucking good. James in that fight slipped the fucking jab so fast that he got hit with it. <laughs> But no, he did good in that fight until he didn't. But the truth is that Gabbert really, if he could have, he's the first person I know that was a type 1 diabetic. So he couldn't cut weight. So he was like my size, fighting at like 185, which is madness. If yeah, he could have cut weight, opponents. he would have been a 55-pound fighter. Jorge Rivera, that was a great fight. Um. Dude, so uh, there's guys like Gabbert that are fucking underground legends that no one will ever hear of. And, you know, that guy was struggling. And I talked to him. I was like, listen, you see what happened with me. You know, take another day. And, uh, you know, he was struggling at home and he, and he wound up killing himself. And uh, I found out right after I sparred Pumi, my last sparring session. And then I just sat in the fucking dressing room at law, that dirty ass floor, and just fucking cried for like 15 minutes. All right, you want to turn the page? Talk about fights. Silence. <laughs> well, I'm pumped for the documentary. Uh, do you guys I'm have pumped. a name for it? Is it just Manimal? Animal. Okay, that sells itself. Yeah. Uh, what platforms is it going to be? The usual suspects. That's anything? what I'm trying to figure out. Should we just put it on Vimeo? Do you want to? Do we want to charge for it, or do we want to make it free and have advertising? That's Damn, the only thing we're uncertain of because it's all pretty much done. I'm sure we could figure out how to get this thing. Think about it, guys. Shot out about there. It. Uh, Let's get know. it on News 12. <laughs> we hey, I'm it. a Brooklyn boy, baby. Fuck. What? You guys don't have that? You have, oh, wait, New York 1? No, News 12 is New York. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm saying I'm a Brooklyn boy, baby. Like, I'm from New York. Shit. Folks, there is some viewer discretion. Please be advised. Oh, yeah. That's what it says on the clip that I'm going to put up. Uh, it is like warning, like, you know, graphic content. But, yeah, so men and do. it's man in the bathtub. And I think we all have. I have so many friends, uh, so many guy friends that have killed themselves. And you know what? I couldn't tell you if I have any female friends. I couldn't think of any offhand that have killed themselves. Uh I, although is ODing killing yourself? Yeah, I think so. So some people could argue that, like, if you OD, you know, or is it accidental? I don't know. Yeah, but you know what you're doing. You know that you're, you know, when you're, when you're doing stuff that has the potential to kill you. I knew the dice I was rolling with the amount of shit that I was doing. 
I knew I was rolling the dice. I, I knew I was skating on thin ice. Point. But that's that was my problem. I continued to do it and fucking until I didn't. And, you know, I'm lucky. Not that I was doing heroin because um, I wasn't. Well, not in the needle form. Everybody says they <laughs> Fucking Carrie's trying to reason it. She's like, listen, I was doing a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, hear me out, right? I knew there were certain things you you probably can't come back from. Meth was one of them. Crack was another. Up was another. But anybody that like grew up in the uh, you know nineties and two thousands and did ecstasy and they were sitting in a corner somewhere just like uh hold my hand. You did heroin. Good luck. Oh, there was heroin in that shit. hundred percent. A lot of it. Why do you think people love that shit? Come on now. That stuff was great. That shit. The fucking oh. ecstasy in the nineties was the best. Yeah. Crazy. I oh, saw my God. oh, Carrie, you ever go to Limelight back in the day? It went everywhere. The one with the foam pit? Oh, my God. I, I went... grew a little young for this. Is it house music? Limelight? I guess. But Limelight had a foam pool in the middle. Yeah. Oh, definitely house music. Let the beat drop. Yeah. Sound. I'm looking for my keys. I'm looking. Who, hey, Christy? Is it Christy, your sister? Yeah. <laughs> or for Christy. Have or you me. seen Christy? Or for Christy. I have some funny stories about Christy that I'll tell off camera, corporate Christy. But what I, <laughs> she was such a good sister, though. That, that she, was, she, was, she was so good, like, because Christy didn't do drugs. She but, was always designated driver. She was around a lot for mine, and it was she was a good sister. The things I put that bitch through. I was like, Christy, can you cook this lick, please? I'm looking like this what? Okay. Uh, a gang sign, but that's really a uh, um. Okay. Yeah. I was just doing it the wrong way. Okay. This is like for Kay. All right. Um, what's the training update, Carrie? How's what? the train? How's training evolving since last Monday night? Good. I I I'm loving it. I think I'm doing really well. I but uh, four days a week now. Three, four. four. Nice. A lot. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday. Double on Friday. I do a double on Friday and also wow. Tuesday. I, I do jujitsu and weight training, so technically, it's a one. That, that's like a one. One and a half. We was the heavy. It's a one and a half. One and a half. That's one and a half. Because let me tell you something, it's tiring. It's tiring, and I don't really love like um, weight training and like that kind of shit. Like I'll do it. It's not like my favorite. It's not like yeah, I want to go to the gym and like lift some weights. No, I'd rather go do jujitsu and or fucking. Uh, you know, hip pads it's and stuff. Pad, yeah. So lifting weights is not my favorite thing in the world. So yeah, half an hour of that, perfectly fine. You know what? I'm fine with a half an hour lifting few as long but as. We... Sometimes we'll throw like a little bit of jujitsu in there too. So sometimes yeah. it is too. Even we did 15 minutes. On the... <laughs> what? What? One and three quarters of a day. One and three quarter sessions. We're going to just break the session up like it's 360 degrees. I got this. <laughs> it's like, all right, what are we doing? Five-eighths of a session today. <laughs> we got to be really good at fractions here. <laughs> Fractional training. Oh, that's a good idea. 
because that is an actually good concept. Fractional training. Look at what happened. Happy accident. Used. Uh, so fractional training, right? Uh, you take like 15 minutes and work on something here. Like what I do uh, with my with rehab stuff is a lot of fractional training. It's like a little bit here, a little bit there. You're not like doing a full, like today I didn't really do a full training session because uh, fucking trains in New York. Mm-hmm. Yo, I was stuck at Broadway Junction for 40 minutes and then, Kerry, it was nine o'clock. If I would have tried to journey there, I would have been the guy who was 37 minutes late. Yeah. I, and instead I came home I, and did like some neck stuff, some kettlebells, you know. I'm so good at being the late guy. Hmm? I'm so good at being the late guy. I hate being like, late. Well, it depends where I, I could be 10 minutes late, maybe, if it's like my boys. But I'd rather be 10 minutes early. I got to stretch. You know, I got to loosen up. Got to ease into the day. Yeah, you don't want to be there all of a sudden like, so grab the wrist. Scoop, and everybody just looks at you while you walk. Like if they're practicing a move or it's rolling, it's like you can just, mm-hmm. like just roll up in there, get a stretch in. <laughs> oh, hey, I don't be a target. Let's go. I was here. Yeah, I made it. Then you stay late, and they're like, "Look at Ike putting in the work." You're like, "Yeah, I've been here <laughs> doing extra Ike rolls, buddy." The end of class, and it's like, "Man, this guy's here late." No, you got to do the George Costanza park in the lot so that it, they think you're there. You're like, my car's here. <laughs> I was here. My car's here. Let's go to Umberto's. Leave your gi on the side of the mat, like with your name written on it. And like, oh, yeah, Ike's here. Look, his gi's right here. <laughs> Leave your shoes there. The Ike. I like Ike. Uh, do you, Ike? What president was nicknamed Ike? Dwight, which makes no sense. No sense. I like <laughs> Ike. I have no idea why, but yeah, Dwight the Eisenhower. You can see the Isaac to Ike connection, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't know the yeah. Dwight thing, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. We got a good catchphrase out of it. Okay, so we got fights coming up. Uh, well, Bellator gets the victory this week. No freaking doubt about it. They're on CBS. Bellator. Uh, yep. Fedor oh. versus Bader 2. Okay. Bader Bader. Bader mm-hmm. Bader. <laughs> so. Stranger danger. <laughs> Couldn't they give Fedor like Mark Coleman or something? Um, Tim Johnson. Show <clears throat> That would have been a great fight. Would have. Fedor's, uh, his, uh, what would you, I guess, prodigy or student. Tokov is in the main event versus Johnny Eblen. I'm a big fan of Johnny Eblen. He's uh he looks good, yeah. He's cool a good cat. wrestler, right? Yep, yep. Bingo. Yeah, I've seen some of his fights. He looks pretty sharp. Derek Lewis, he fights a lot. Like he's a sneaky Yeah. He's on the UFC side, Spivak. I don't know much about the I don't know much about the guy he's fighting, but yeah, the beast fights like four times a year. Yeah. I was gonna say that you don't have to cut weight. Fighting again? If I didn't have to cut any weight at all, mm. 
Yeah, I I'd fight could, once a year right you now. That, you would just everybody around you would hate you. Mm. Why? Because you would have to have like the worst diet in the world or the best diet, depending on what angle you're looking at. Depending what angle you're looking at it. Like GSP, I know he's in shape, still retired. Quote, maybe he, he comes back. He looks but, in better shape than when he was fighting. I guarantee you, he's like one he of is. those. I'll tell you why. Now he's not stressed. Fighting stressed that guy out. His hair grew back. Yeah, I don't believe it's fake. Him out. Legitimately, like he was paying the price, like to be the best. Like yeah. the amount of stress. I don't like these. This is dangerous. He, that's why he needs Danaher in his corner, because Danaher is like a sorcerer. He magic jars, um, GSP. Do you know what that is? He takes his soul and puts his into him. So he fights in GSP's body. <laughs> so GSP's like, I need Danaher in my corner so he could possess me and fight through my body. And Danaher's like, this is great because my body's not that great. He's like, my knees are fucked He's up. like the guy from Futurama with like the head in the globe. Though. Yes, that's what he's like. He's like, I will fight through you. He's like, Gordon, Gordon Ryan, I will fight through you. Do this. And Gordon like, Blart. Right, or what's a Jersey impression? <laughs> but uh, yeah, right. when GSP fought Matt, Danaher wasn't in his corner. He was like, I don't know what to do here. I'm scared. <laughs> this guy, he don't care. He don't care. He no respect. He's got that crazy accent. <laughs> oh, hey, fuck how you fucking guy. do it? Oh, Dana, did I hear you saying you think I'm going to get my ass kicked? Mm-hmm. Fucking joke! I'm in the next room. You're saying I'm gonna get my ass kicked? <laughs> oh, you motherfucker! Fuck oui, you! Oui. That was all spite. Matt, I will tell you this: Matt is a hard-headed guinea. That motherfucker on spite was like, "No, I can't lose to GSP." He was like, "No, I'll never give you the satisfaction." He was like, "I heard you talking shit." He's like, "Fuck you." If they, Matt was like, oh no, he was like, fuck this shit. And I think, G, and then GSP, yeah, he didn't have Danner in his corner, which he was very used to for a guy that's an athlete. So I put fighters into uh, a couple categories. You have a guy who's uh, an athlete, and that guy, he likes to warm up, you know, and uh, he does his training camp. And everything, you know, sets himself up for the competition. Whether it's a fight, a football game, your guy's an athlete. If it's a fight, he can fight, right? He could scrap. Well, he trains. He's like, no, I'm trained to fucking do this sport of fighting, you know? And I do all my stuff. I'm a pro. And then you have a guy who's like a scrapper, and that guy's kind of like ready to fight all the time. You know, like like uh, you see these guys in the gym, like a Marab- cowboy, huh? Cowboy scrapper. That guy's ready to fight all the time. Yeah, he's like a, that guy's always ready to fight. Yeah, he doesn't really need a full camp, a weight cut. It's not like yeah, he could he could just fight. Uh, sometimes the athlete, though, you know, will edge out the the fighter. But the scrapper, if he's technical, that's another story. Because you could have a guy who's a scrapper that's super technical, 
like just a fighter's fighter. Uh, who comes to mind? Bass Rudin. <laughs> I don't know. I'm old school. Bass is the man. But I think of like a fighter's fighter. Like a guy who's gamey, but also very <laughs> talented. Somebody put me on to his training kit, like bar, like self-defense things. It's like a guy grabs you and then you, you put his head on the thing and you grab the fork and you stab him in the neck. Like That's like... not terrible. Uh, big fan of his fighting, though. And uh, what you call it? Uh, yeah, he he was ahead of his time, too, fight-wise. Um, great Dutch kickboxer. Mm-hmm. And wild as fuck. The only guy had Rodrigo Gracie they didn't want to talk to. He was like, that guy makes me do crazy stuff. I was like, oh. <laughs> Can only imagine. <laughs> so, uh, what's this week? Oh, Derek Lewis. Oh, Bellator. What else is on that card? We got... Uh, Fedor Bader. Oh, I wish they would have gave Fedor a better fight. Yeah, I think that Bader just does the WWE thing. And lays down for Bader, for Fader, just like, bro. Oh, this is the 1 a.m. card. Yes. I was wondering. uh, They got a lot of Asian fighters, so. That's what I saw, too. So I'm like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. One o'clock in the morning. Where is that card? Is it France? Um, It was supposed to be somewhere in Asia, but now it's at the Apex. But they're catering to the Asian market with Uh the 1 a.m. start. Oh. No, where's the Bellator card? Oh, um, the Forum. Oh, it's in LA. Yeah, mm. California. That's Neiman the- Gracie. He, um, uh, oh. Jewish. A lot of people don't know that. Who? Neiman Gracie. Is he Jewish? There's a, I think, a grandparents Jewish. That's where Neiman comes from. Is it really? Yeah, it's on his wiki. I don't know how true it is. I never asked him, but just ask him. Uh, did he do his taxes yet? No, you'll, you'll get an answer. That's right. Yeah, then I'll know. Yeah. <laughs> well, <then> right away. <laughs> uh, imagine Neiman's like, "Hey, everybody, warm up and have a good time." Hey, Neiman, did you do your taxes? Uh, I don't know my taxes. Oh, speaking of the jokies, guys, I don't know how true this is, but we're like top 500 in the country for comedy podcasts. Really? We're fucking funny. Yeah. I, I said that the other day. I think we're hysterical. <laughs> yeah, I love comedy. <laughs> Wait, do you see the, the skits that, that... So I did the over 40 grappler skits, but the person that took the video... Listen, they're slow to edit, but I really want to put together the Adopt the White Belt program. Do you want to be talent? Like, I definitely need Kerry. She's going to bring me my tray of pre workout. I'll go back to White Belt. Wait, how does this work again? <laughs> what? How does this work again? I forgot the concept. Well, listen, so here's the thing, Ike. You start up at a martial arts gym, you start up at a jiu jitsu gym, and you're a white belt. You're the bottom of the food chain. And you don't know what the fuck you're doing, right? So what we develop now is an adopt a white belt program. We'll partner up a white belt with an experienced black belt. So they can show you the ropes, you know, teach you the way around the gym, how to uh, avoid making mistakes, you know, 
and and for one stripe a month, you know, a black belt will feed a hungry white belt. Just keep striping them up. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I love white belts with like the stripe. They just won't get the angels. It's just something about something about being a white belt that I mean, we we have some white belts that you know you could give them a stripe a week if you want. Try to build them up. Uh, oh, what do we do? So we have to teach you the ropes. You know, shrimping, uh, massage. Can you massage your instructor? I'm That's picturing like point. the office, like yeah, like somebody doing really shrimping, bad. and there's like a shrimp cocktail, and then they have like the cut to interviews one on one. They're like, well, the cut to interviews. Yeah, it'll be like. Um, I want one of these, dude. If Jake, when Jake is not busy, if we get his like talented camera touch, like I oh. wish he could do the comedy stuff. With Does me. he have I a comedy side him. to him? He seems very like. He's I very. Don't know. I don't know if he he doesn't have the manimal comedy side. No. Well, I gotta. But wait. the people that I did the thing with in Brooklyn, they have the manimal comedy side. Unfortunately, they have, uh, you know, also the wild manimal. Unable to focus on finishing this shit. They're gonna lose the USB. Like <laughs> they're gonna lose the, what USB? <laughs> what USB? What you call USBs? me? USBs is that a thing? I just thought it was recording. I never hit record. You know? <laughs> yeah, it was like, like dude, that was great. I never, that was great comedy, guys. I never hit record. Oh, <laughs> so in the adopt a white book program, first you'll have to interview, and you know we'll be like, you know, like um, what's your diet like? And if you say vegan, next. <laughs> I want to get three black belts. And then I need like six or seven like white belts. You don't have to actually be a white belt, but you have to act like you're a white belt. Then I want one of the instructors to be like a under like an alcoholic. But in his Could we lean belt, into like your your name though? Could we like if we're like like if like your white belt's like yeah man this guy's the animal or like, like the guy the interview would be like so uh what's your thoughts on uh your coach well his name's the animal and it'll cut to you doing like the jacare like I'll be doing back crawls all over wearing the leopard like going rah like, I'll be combing my chest hair on the mat <laughs> yeah no as somebody's sweeping you're like he's really good at jujitsu the... but uh you know I, that'd be great. If I'm we not could do like sure a... about what his personal. I'll be eating a steak on the edge of the mat. Yeah. Oh, I'll be like, oh, no, no, everybody gets water. Like, all right, guys, get your water, get mouthpiece. <laughs> you have a steak and a bowl. If... I'm just drinking out of a bowl. I think it would be a five tight minutes of ice coffee, like an SNL skit. This would be great, man. Can we do best for ice skit? Oh, the quest for ice. That's my real life. I could, though. I should just do that. I'll the be like, one. like, we'll go to a couple places, like, just on purpose, go to Blondie's and see what they say. Oh, God. That I, was, so I, just say, no, we have no ice. It was like, she went in the back and the lady must have said, no, don't give him any ice. Quest for ice. <laughs> so I, I make my own coffee. You see me with this cup? This isn't Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I make a 45 cup urn of coffee every week. Oh, you broke your record right now. It's 7.55 East Coast time you're drinking coffee. Oh, well, well whatever. I'm still on it. So what you call it? So I fill this up with my own coffee. The only problem is it fucking gets warm instantly. 
So I'm always searching for ice. And the quest for ice is endlessly entertaining. So, you know, I go to go to 7-Eleven the other day. And I think I told you this. I go to walk in and I have like this much coffee. Right? Guy's walking in. I'm walking out. Boom. He hits my hand. I fucking spill the coffee everywhere. I'm like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I'm like, can I get the mop? I'll mop. He's like, no. It's like 7 a.m. So it's early. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. So 7 a.m., he's fucking mopping this car. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm mopping. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm ruining this guy's morning. So I go to get ice. But the ice machine was broken. So I walk out, and he's looking at me. He's like, what do you want? I was like, ice. He was like, you didn't want to buy anything? I was like, have a great day. I was like, I ruined this guy's day. He's not much to say here. <laughs> <laughs> so the karma for that was at Blondie's the other day. <laughs> yeah. I go to Blondie's and I get a, a like a, a piece of cake and uh, I need ice. So I asked the girl, I even buy an iced coffee because I went the extra mile to make sure that, you know, they weren't going to be weird about me getting just ice. Because if I just ask for ice, they're going to be like, mm. I don't know why I, but they get weird. So I asked this girl, I was like, can I get ice? A cup of ice on the side. <laughs> like, do you want the ice made of coffee? Because I they do ice that's coffee ice cubes. I was like, well, if you have just plain ice, that's fine. You know, she was like, okay, I'll just give you plain ice. She's like, do you want just veggies? Like asking all these questions. Do you want plain ice in the iced coffee? I was like, no, make the iced coffee the way you make it. Just give me a separate cup of plain ice. Okay. She comes out and she's like, we don't have ice. I was like, why'd we have this fucking conversation? You don't have ice. Like, we had this whole in-depth conversation about the type of ice I would like, and you don't have any ice. What the fuck? You should just been like, oh, you want ice? We don't have any. Okay, no problem. That's it. So, yeah, then I found it's pretty reliable at the 7-Eleven, though. Mia Sarah's. That's a good 7-Eleven. The one Mia Sarah's, it's only three minutes away. Yeah. From Sarah's, so, you know, it's right there. And uh, I usually gas up. <laughs> the gas is okay. Although it's creeping up. Yeah. Just a little. Okay. Uh, what just announced? Masvidal Burns? Yes. I mean, I think Burns should take him down and, you know, grapple fuck him. He didn't look to have much against Colby Covington, and Gilbert nope. Burns actually has submissions. Yeah, that would be a good idea, a good game plan. Uh, I'm excited to see John Jones fight, really, March 4th. Okay, so I, I'm excited for that card because it already looks like, at least from the other day when I looked, there was like a couple good ones on there. I could be wrong. It's been really high when I was looking at it because I was like looking at all the cards to see what's coming up if we got really good ones. Um, I'm not excited to see Johnson's fight. Really? I'm, I want to see what he looks like at heavyweight. I, um, I, I, what happens if I call that number? I'm going to answer. I'm going to be like, sub. <laughs> what, what number is that? I 
<laughs> Ike, what was that? <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. I thought he was pretending to be muted. <laughs> like, I thought you were faking it. <laughs> Do I have to read your lips? <laughs> what did that, whatever that lady did. <laughs> she was throwing, she was throwing out everything. She <laughs> wanted it all. She was double dicking it. Anything she anything she can think of, she was doing. Through the bad signal out, she was like, she was there. Uh, what is that when you do like the, the shadow puppets on the oh wait can you see that dinosaur? <laughs> I had it from it before. Oh. what about that? The shadow puppet? I can't. <laughs> that lady was doing <laughs> Okay, whatever. So I don't. Oh fuck, I did finish that joint. I'm uh, down to my house weed. I called the weed I grew house weed. <laughs> That's like it. You know how uh, when you go to a bar, it's like the house liquor, right? <laughs> when we were trimming it, I uh, I usually trim mine over like a you know um, a cardboard box because it absorbs the moisture and it makes it easier for it to dry out. Um, such a good system. And, uh, but like when you dump the box over after and you're putting it in bags and stuff, like the box dust, <laughs> all the, all the keys. <laughs> Throw that on top of your bowl or joints. Perfect. It's a great little topper. Yeah, box dust. <laughs> that keef. Yeah. You know what? I really loved my favorite topper on a bowl. Um, was or still is, I just haven't had in a while. Blonde hash, mm. yeah, that's all they had in Italy. That was my favorite. <laughs> <coughs> Only oh, hash, sheesh. yeah. I was like, Can I get weed? They're like, No, like, oh, little clumps of <laughs> little clumps. <laughs> They're like, No, you actually can't. You still got still got hash. Oh, just the hash. Really? All right. And cigarettes. Hash and cigarettes. That's, this is the way. Hash and cigarettes. Sorry, soldier. Well, why are you sitting on the thing? Um, you think Smokers Club is going to be down for the Feb 11th? Or what's should the we just gear up for John Jones, March 4th? Now, do you want to do John Jones at the Smokers Club, or do you want to do Marab's fight? That's kind of perfect, the Smokers Club with John Jones. What is Marab's yeah. fight? The next week, the 11th. Okay, so... Um, what? The 11th, the 11th, the 11th. Yeah, listen, that's a mission for me. I don't think I want to go out again. So, one, my, only because the 18th is... Uh, which card? Oh, no, the 18th, I'm cornering my boys anyway, so... Yeah, I can't do the 18th because I have a pool tournament that I should do really well in. So either the 4th or the 11th. So either for John Jones, which, yeah, the Smokers Club would be perfect. Yeah. Or uh, Marab's fight. Is that March 11th? 
That would be March 11th. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, hmm. Either or. We got some time. Uh, either or. I got to see uh, what my schedule looks like in March 2. That first week of March, I might be choking motherfuckers. I got to see. So. You're always choking motherfuckers. I got to see how long it takes to get the black belt. So when you do IBJJF as a black belt, they have a special thing you got to do to register as a black belt. Those Gracies know how to get fucking every penny out of you. It's like 400 bucks just to register as a black belt with IBJJF. So to compete as like a lower belt is whatever. But once you compete as a black belt, since that's like, I guess... They pay for it. Like, uh, if you win the world, you get paid. So they pay out places. So I guess because of that, they want to make sure. Uh, so, yeah. So I got to see how long that takes to get done. I got to grab Sarah to sign that thing. with To get two ADD guys to sit down and sign something. It's rough. And that's more ADD than me. I don't think it's a disorder or disease. No, I, think I just think it's hyper focus on what you like. You show me a 15 year old boy and you're like, yeah, he's got the worst ADD. You flop a pair of cans in front of him. He's going to. He's going to look. Call of Duty. That dude plays Call of Duty for 12 hours. Exactly. He plays for 12 hours. You don't have a crush. Hey, he has plenty of attention span to play Call of Duty. Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> he just doesn't like what you're doing. <laughs> Spot on. That is just, they're like, yeah. I spend a lot of time training. <laughs> I stop saying, I try to stop saying zone out. Like, and I even think I just said it tonight. I was like, oh, I zoned out. Like, I try to say now I'm like zoned in on something else. Like, oh, I like that. I was zoned in on something else. Yeah. Words That's have power. I messaged today to say happy birthday. And he's like, yeah, you know, 50. I don't like that number. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, first off, I'm like, with all respect, well, I'm like, this is a compliment. You don't look 50 and you don't really act it. I'm like, and that's just, you know, that's not me being a dick. Like you, you don't act it in a good way. And uh, I'm like, you're 50 years young kid. And he's like, that was very nice. I'm like, I try. Carrie, who are you talking about? I missed that. My friend, Tom Romano that plays pool. He threw the players brawl with us. I am wearing clothes. I know it looks like. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was such a rant. Like I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, my, oh, oh, your camera isn't as low. My camera is obscene, actually. Hold on. Obscene. <laughs> my camera is showing not cleavage. What's the opposite of cleavage? What's bottom cleavage? Oh, that would be. I don't know. Like when you show like the ass cheek on the inside from that side. I don't know from that side, but when it's the butt cleavage, it's the butt cleavage. Just butt cleavage. Yeah. Animal cleavage. You know, in the leg where your butt meets your leg, the leg. Yes, the leg. Oh, you know, you your butt your leg My camera is obscene. Yeah, I'm, there's a lot going on. You'll. Uh, I I don't know if I could sh show this on uh, on the live stream. It might uh, kick us off. <laughs> It might be too hot for uh, StreamYard. 
Oh, that would be a good. That's a good title for the show. Too hot for Streamyard. Oldest. We should do a. We should, yeah, a show from a sauna. Too hot. Oh, so when you adopt the white belt program, right? I'll be like, "What's an important lesson you need to learn?" Like, three minutes in the shower. All right, these guys fucking take all day in the shower. Yeah. Three minutes, boom. All right, every three minutes, you send another person in. There's so much comedy to work with. I feel like um... okay, you know what's good too. First thing, first day, tie your belt. So we'll have three black belts with three different attitudes. So me, I'm like, whatever. So my my white belt will come onto the mat and they'll be like, Professor Manimal, how do we tie our belt? And I'll be like, oh, just fucking put a knot in it. The belt's two inches. You got to protect your... Oh, wait, hold on. What's the line? I'll be like, listen, a belt only protects two inches of your ass. You got to protect the rest. Who cares how you tie your belt? So he'll knot it. Then I'll have another guy who's a stickler and he's like, you can't step on the mat. Until you tie your belt properly. And he'll be like, Professor, is it right now? He's like, no, do it again. And he'll be teaching class. And an hour will go by. He's like, all right, great class, guys. If they didn't get the train, he'll be like, keep working on your belt tying skills. Maybe one day you'll get to step on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then you could get another guy who just is all crazy with it. He's like, nah, man, look, you got to tie it like slip knot. He's like, there's a few ways. He's like, listen, you could tie. But he's like a boy scout. He's like, you could do a few different. Here's a slip one. Here's a square <laughs> knot. You could do a loop knot. Who would be that? Yeah. That'd be like uh, uh, Dan. Maybe Dan would say that. Dan? Oh, I need uh, – I got this guy I trained with in Brooklyn, this guy Jeff. He's like Asian and very like straight-faced. I want him to do like the tie the belt again. He's just like, no, tie it again. 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 <laughs> Again, uh, the interview process. Ike, uh, how fast could you get me an ounce of weed? <laughs> a what next? <laughs> a what? Uh, what are your pronouns? Next, fucking no, no, no. I ask you that, and any question <laughs> other than what is next? Yeah. Uh, get the young guys. Like for the next, like you skip a whole bunch of people. So this is going to be the, you're thinking the Brooklyn crew? Me, I mean, I do like, I want, I mean, I'll bring guys down there. I don't know where we're going to film. I'd like to film in Ahenzo's because in Ahenzo's we have like a long white wall and I would put all the white belts, like all these starving white belts <laughs> dying for a black belt's attention. They're hungry for a stripe. For just one stripe a week, you could feed a hungry white belt. Uh, and you know what the problem is? Uh, the Adopt the Blue Belt program is just uh, us on the phone trying to get them back in the gym. Where'd you go? <laughs> is it oh, you see them on the other well, side. You just got your blue belt. Like, that's just the start. Like, like oh, I pulled my vajankle. But yeah, me. oh, I, I stubbed my toe. I can't train for six months. Six months. I got off. too much cauliflower here. It's all over my face. <laughs> three years later, three years later, the Adopt the Purple Belt program is you got to tell that guy to stop questioning every fucking move you do. Oh, yeah, but what about if this happens? 
Oh yeah, shut the fuck up. Can I show them? What about the white belt who asked you to show it again every time? Hey, how about you fucking pay attention? No, then the rookie <laughs> has to yell at him. Like, because the black belt will always show it again. Because he's like choking the Uki. You got to have the Uki be like, would you fucking stop? Would you handle your white belt? Marable, handle your fucking white belt. It turns into like a an angry DV case with like, handle your fucking oh, white that's belt. That's what you do too. So the black belts will be like, yo, would you fucking check your white belt? Like, And then I'll have one of the black belts. The white belt talks back to the black belt and you smack. You smack <laughs> this is like the office. No, no, no. His black belt smacks him. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Let's say... Uh, <laughs> Nobody told you to talk. You know what? Don't talk to a fucking black belt like hey, that. I'll see oh, you in you the car. Roll with the car. It used to be bad etiquette to ask a black belt to roll. But now yeah, 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 yeah. That's roll. where I come, came from. They're like, never ask it a black belt. Now, so I, I took it next I'm level. I've never touched a black belt. Like, if it's on the floor, there's no, like, oh, they're rolling, let me touch. I'm just like, that's sacred. Well, either way, I used to take offense to it, but now I realize it's not an offense. So don't be a dick. Oh. You know, it's not an offense. They don't know. But you would teach your white belt this. You know, I'll ask you to roll if I want to roll with you. Imagine you see the white belt trying to connect the speaker, and they're like, you hear the buzzing sound. They're trying to get their playlist. Like, <laughs> oh. I don't know. I don't like music when I train, so Yeah, I'm not I'm not used to it. Uh I don't sometimes at Sarah's they do it. Yeah. I, I'm I like to just train in here. It starts with one thing. I don't know what wait, what's the move? Yeah, I, I don't I don't like it. I want to be able to hear what the fuck I'm saying. All I know. Wait, what, one Carrie? more time. It doesn't bother me. Um and the only reason uh, it's it, I've had to learn for the last 20 years of playing pool to not, not to like distractions. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Worry about your game. Worry about your match. Worry about what you're learning. So like, even though there's music there, I tune that out. Isn't there always music at the pool hall too, usually? Tune that out. If there's anything that's that's usually is, right? just tuning out people walking past. Everybody gets mad. Everybody gets so mad. Oh, you walk in front of I'm like, dude, if you, that's your problem, you got issues. That's it. Like, Rogan, uh, he somebody his uh producers, Jamie's like huge into golf, and he showed Rogan uh there's a hole on like a there's like a special place where the crowd's allowed to cheer. Mm -hmm. Rogan, oh, Rogan's like, oh shit, they should do that more often. And I was thinking about like making the comparison, like if you breathe, John, John Benaducci steps up to the to the green. Silence. I'd be like, would you guys fucking cheer? <laughs> Can I fucking hear you? I don't like music. I want the crowd to be cheering. And if they're not there. Right here, baby. Crowds all up in here. Loud. Woo! Yeah. How, what'd the uh, MSG sound like? Oh, fuck. I thought it was in my head. Like, swear to God. What do you I mean? I thought I was hallucinating that. <laughs> when the crowd was cheering Manimal, I thought that I was just imagining. I was like, all right. Dude, to hear John McCartney's, McCarthy and, say your name? Yeah. Pretty fucking awesome pretty fucking awesome and then when i heard it i was like holy shit 
I had the fucking garden cheering rattle. I was like, how fucking epic. So how fucking epic could you could it be, right? I mean, really. It really doesn't get any better than that. So have you guys figured out the ending? Once I told Jake the, the story, intro? once I told Jake the story, he was like, we got to do a documentary on that shit. Is there some humor in it, too? Like your, your humorous side? I, I do my best to be humorous. Okay, okay. Because I'm picturing like just like the movie The it's Joker. A little schools, but I do my best. <laughs> Everybody's gonna walk out. Like <laughs> you're gonna be like, man, Animal's such a funny guy. This is really dark. <laughs> gonna walk out like, yeah. Imagine like, there's yeah. a scene where you're like, painting you're like, like Animal, are you okay? Are you gonna kill yourself? <laughs> no, I'm okay now. Yeah, it's like guys. <laughs> huh? It's like I shouldn't have taken you on my first date to see that movie. I, <laughs> I had don't think this is not a first date movie. <laughs> this is not a first date movie. Do you guys have bloopers? I think we probably do. We got a lot of training footage too. I actually I'm not gonna distract Jake. I'm not gonna distract him. Let's just wrap it up. Footage. Make it a tight but 40. We could utilize some way. Even just for content, there's so much there that I have to mine. You know, all that content, like to look through eight or nine hours of training content, training footage. It's a lot of training footage. But I bet you there's a lot to mine out of that. Like breakdowns, clips, moves. And then, like, show the move and show it used, right? Because there's a lot of time of training rolling. And with his eye, too. Like, the way he shot it. Yeah. Like, That's... I'm saying, there's a lot of video, but he... Do you have it? Oh, yeah. I have a ton. <sighs> I have it on the hard drive. I got all the video you did for the Manimal Camp, too, which is hard to mine also. We could have done it today. It was gorgeous. What? The Manimal Camp. Like uh, no, the weather so is dropping back down uh, next weekend, but I the spent an hour nice. and a half in the park with the dogs. Oh, but uh, nice. I, all the stuff you did, even that to mine it is tough. There's like a million, uh, not a million, but there's literally like 342 <sighs> second clips, and some are like nothing, and some are like valuable, but. Out of like, it's tough to mine the data. Yeah, it's like a ton of data to mine, and I guess we need to hire an Asian kid and feed him Adderall. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's actually done not thirty minutes. Idea. No, 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 not quite that. But <laughs> what if I give? I don't know someone in India like five bucks an hour. I'm sure they would look through all that shit. And then give me, I'll tell them what I'm looking for. And probably for like 200 bucks, they'll look through it all and give us the the scenes that I want. That just, there's got to be one Asian, uh, Indian kid who trains. Indians to, are Asian. There's got to be one Asian kid. Yeah, but that... once you're in America, the currency is the same. Until all the currencies collapse, might as well take advantage of it. Mm. You're probably not going to have a lot of time because I, I agree with Kerry. There'll be a, uh, a currency collapse and then a Sarah, you know, a reorganization of the currency. I think currency no. don't make sense. here's the thing. Currency doesn't make sense. Like, so how can 
my cell phone cost me $1,200 in America, but in uh, South Africa, it's 200 bucks. Yeah. Same thing like, with sneakers. Like, huh? Same thing with sneakers, like Jordans are how much? And it probably is seven bucks to make. Yeah, so all that shit is way out of line. You think no, crypto you know, could be the answer? Item, the same item. So item for item, like less to purchase retail in another country. Even something simple state by state, like a pack of cigarettes. I go to one state and because of... Um, weird taxation it's 15 bucks for a pack of cigarettes i go to another state it's three dollars so the currency is all weird when you start taxing the fuck out of it because then the value of your getting for your money for the same exact item is disproportionate to itself it's like if you weighed yourself it's like if you weighed yourself like on one scale and it said you were a buck 85 and then you weighed yourself on another scale and it was like you're 215 that's a great comparison it has to be wrong i'd say this scale is broke it <laughs> has to be wrong right so the right. same item one of it it's the same item right? that's you a great value especially in the same country i guess states are essentially european countries but you know it's still the same country same currency i think people see crypto as being a way to take back take back our rights man like if everything's even across the board like the same value in Canada as Africa kick it old school precious metals are really the only way to do that to make everything gold gold and shells again and less reliance on currency on currency I think, I mean, I know this might be uh, looking at it now. It looks like things are going to go to the highly technical route, especially since we're doing this. But things could conceivably in the next decade or two go the other way, actually back a little bit. So, like, we could look at certain things. Housing prices going up. When, When people are making mad money, Every fucking body buys their own house. Mm-hmm. When people aren't, 10 people live in a house. 12 people live in a house. So you might go back to like what it was almost like in the past. Uh, keeping your supply chain local. Food, instead of having to buy everything, they might become a barter again. This is just a speculation. Because I could see things like almost becoming futile again. Like if... You know, anything that makes society kind of crumble up a little bit will have drastic effects on the power supply, the food chain, all these things that could, uh, you know, drastically change your everyday life. So it could make things actually more decentralized, more localized again, which I like. I like that. I like bartering. I like the idea of that, too. Yeah, you might find like with a currency collapse. If you think about most times in history, uh, currency is not like the biggest thing used. In the Middle Ages, they don't use a lot of currency. Even in ancient Rome, you paid soldiers in some currency, but you paid them in stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. Salary, that's because you get salt, right? You'd be like, okay, every, what, what do you, how do you want to take your pay? And you could give them their pay in objects also. Well, that makes now everything's just cash, but you know, 
in other societies, it'd be like, all right, you get like a ration essentially that's part of your pay that's allocated for you. So yeah, until the modern era, everything wasn't just boom, straight currency always. And currency, you need a really big government to make it. Hmm. Week by week, I'm learning a little. But then it's like taxes last week, I just drift. I, would, I, would, I mean, I'm just... But I'm learning. Taxes? I mean, you pay a fuck ton of taxes. Taxes, currency. No, your I appreciate real you. We got to turn this into a segment then. Oh, yeah. What's called, your real like, estate taxes? Animals. Your real estate taxes crazy. What would it be? What what type of topics is this? Dropping knowledge or is it like, Because it's like if we dedicate it, because you got some like serious concrete. About this, because I've had a lot of shit. You know, I had a like. If you're like letting me know it's coming up, I'll pay attention. Like I notice, I'm like. Sorry, I didn't know I was gonna fucking. I was like that in school. I'm sorry. I was sorry. It's like I I I took tenth grade three times. On your house is probably a lot. Uh, everything's could be. Right, what's your real estate tax? It gotta be at least eight hundred a month. What does the math turn into? Seven k for a year. Uh, seven k for a year would be six fifty a month. About six hundred a month. All right, I was close. Mm. For just a shot, that is true. Six hundred a month—that's a good real estate tax for your area. But then again, you are. Welcome to Mount Olympus. Mount Ike. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye! To all the Amazon package deliveries, I want the man with the best calves. Welcome to Mount Feldman. To get up the stairs, you must answer three questions. This guy's like, motherfucker, you gonna sign for this shit or not? What is your name? What is your quest? (laughs) What's the mean airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? What is... It's like, I don't have any follow-up for that. Number three. Uh, Re- Monty Python? I forgot the question. Yeah, Monty Python. That was the third question. He's like oh. African and European. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the question. He's like, what's the mean ass speed velocity of an unladen swallow? And the guy's like, African and European. He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> He's, uh... <laughs> and he flies off. Classic. Yeah, all right. Double Guardian. Boom. Won that encounter. You know, I wonder if we could do like uh, UFC one playing in the background and we talk like or like. I don't know how. <laughs> Carrie, you, you want to talk about UFC one or you just want it playing in the background? Just, I don't know if we go through the like, events. So many here. people have talked about this. Fight. Let's go through all the UFC, man. And did, nobody actually does it. Did we used to watch old fights and do that? We did a couple. Yeah, I just we would pick one. We, oh, yeah. what we used to do. We could bring this back. We would do our favorite single round fight. Well, there's a lot of them. Pull that up. Okay, so then uh, that will be next week's homework. Let's put a poll. That single um, round. Oh, that put a poll up. Best single round fight. I'll give you my vote for best okay. best one round fight. 
Uh, top three. I'll give you my top three. Best. Single round fight. I'm going to say... Was it Nick Diaz, Paul Daly? Great one. I remember that being a banger. Um, Czech Congo, Pat Barry. Yes. Best single round fight. And then my third best single round fight. And we could do a seven day poll or six days, and then we'll. You guys do two a piece. I'm single thinking of my third. I can do hot desk. You'll have to get back to me. Um, what else was a great single round fight? There's a lot of great single round Nick Diaz fights. Was Gomi one round? Or was Gomi a two rounder? I forget. If you come up with a third, and then we could do the fourth would be other, other, other. That's easy. Uh, oh, can I come up with a third? Was Nogara Bob Sapp a single round, or was that two rounds? Might have been two rounds. Uh, that is free on YouTube, so that's the winner. Oh, uh, but is it one round or two rounds? Well, that's the winner. Otherwise, I would do. Oh, um, they went to a break. Oh no, wait, that's a doctor's. That's not a stop. Mark Coleman, Don Fry. Yeah, yeah, it went to the corner. Went to the corner. Mark Coleman, Don. No, Fryer. wait, they're checking the cut. Bob Sapp is a big boy. Yeah, talking yeah, about loose stages were like freak show. Bob Sapp, you're about three fifty. You gain twenty pounds. I believe in you. I think you could gain 20 more pounds. Oh, what do you think about uh, before we start wrapping up? Volk uh, Makachev. On paper, it looks like Makachev should smash, but I don't know. Short Kings? I got to go with the Short King here. Big Volk. fan of Volk. Me I too. respect Makachev, I mean, but I a big thought- fan of Volk. I thought Holloway won the second fight, but either way, Volk looked really good in the third fight. Like he, whatever I, you know, he looked good, smooth. He, uh, you know, let's see how, if let's see if Makachev could keep him down. I mean, you know, he's built like me. I know I'm hard to keep down, right? So. When a guy goes to pass the guard, even if a guy's close, I usually can get up. Volk is the freaking man. Like, he's a, was a rugby player. I think he started training at, like, 19. He is 18, super gamey. Like, he might be an athlete, but that's a guy who's a gamer. Yep. Super- All right. You, you think you're from fucking Hawaii? I'll fucking show you. you up. Yeah, he's super competitive. That guy looks like the kind of guy that can't lose, like, a game of checkers. <laughs> he flips the fucking board, walks away. Fuck. Daddy, check me. Oh, you you no. think you go fuck? 
Oh, you think you Roland's fucking like the kind of dude he's like, if you fucking like anything you do with him, you just go for like a light jog. Next thing you know, you're sprinting in a death match up hills. And she's like, dude, I was just taking a light jog. I was just trying to warm up. Wouldn't it be nice? And he's like, yeah, he's always got Oh, the Burns Masvidal thing? Minus 400 Burns. Damn, that's huge. Plus 330 for Masvidal. So I guess everyone's thinking the same thing we're thinking. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Harry thinks Masvidal is just like a gatekeeper, right? Or a journeyman, which is a common sentiment that Masvidal is like a really popular journeyman. Um, I don't know. I think he has a couple of good things going for him. Yeah, he's got like a tequila. Um, I meant, uh, skill wise, you know, he has some striking skills. The problem with his fight with Usman, the second fight, is he started to get cocky. Mm. You know, he was starting to get cocky about Usman striking. Yes. With the first fight, yeah. he went five rounds with him. Yeah, on short notice. On short notice. The second fight. He gets knocked out in the second round, getting cocky, like, oh, whatever. I tell you what, it's not good to, unless you're doing that to, like, fake a guy, mm. like, you really can't disrespect anyone striking. Like, you could try to fake a guy, you know, boom, boom, but it's like, if you're like, right, it's not good. It's not a good look, and the gods of war don't like it. Anderson Silva, they usually don't like when you play like you're hurt when you're not. Yeah. Um, defense yeah. is one thing you can play defensive, that's another thing. But when you like make like you're like act like the guy can't hurt you, yeah. it's like, oh no, what you, you don't have to hit the guy hard, right? Get in there, you, you just have to be accurate. Get in there, like <laughs> Nick Diaz and play possum, play possum. <sighs> That's not taking a shot and pretending it didn't hurt you. You're just like, I'm just saying, get in there and play possum. Just play possum. Yeah, just lay on the floor. Come on. History history will be made on Saturday. Laura Sanko will be the first female commentator in modern UFC history as she makes her debut in the booth. Really? Good for her. I like Laura Sanko. She's all right. She's better than DC, I'll tell you that. Yeah. And Dana won't take a swing at her. She can defend herself. This is true. Well, fucking Dana White. <laughs> Damn it. Asshole. Matt Brown's like, no integrity. He goes, you got to suspend this guy. No. Yeah, no uh, no ramifications. Oh. You know what I think is funny? Could it, it's so simple. Like, it's so simple to say... Hey, step back. I think even if he six they said he's six months suspension, but you still see six the power months. slap show, people would allow it. Mm-hmm. Six months suspension from the UFC. That's it. Yep. And you know he would still be at the office. He just wouldn't be at press conferences. Yeah. Just keep... But whatever. So listen. So uh, this is what I find funny. That the current world, right, gives you a worse penalty for just speaking than acting. So Dana White did an action. Fucking hit someone. He hit his wife, right? In public, oh. right? Pretty relatively hard for the level that he is. 
a fucking juiced up 240 pound dude and a girl carry size, right? Like, come on. And then you'll have someone just make a comment and they get banned on every platform. Colby Covington. Huh? Colby Covington. What about Colby? No, like people have gotten nuts, gone nuts for what he says. He's not slapping his significant other. Nope. And for being what? Conservative? Would he really say that so bad? He's kind of conservative. He might have a viewpoint that differs from you. Yeah. You know? Conservative but, um, are, and, that's... and he's got more vitriol than his boss. Than his boss who smacked the girl. Mm-hmm. Smacked his wife. Right? <laughs> smacked his wife in public. In front of a bunch of people. On camera. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. yeah. And then comes out with the power slap league. Like, how insensitive is that? What world are we living in? It really is clown world to me. I'm like, well, well, the universe loves irony. This I learned. That I used to think that the universe loved comedy. And it does. But what it loves more than anything is irony. It loves that shit. It's like, look at this. Isn't that ironic? It's like, yeah, thanks. You know, but in a good way too, a lot of times. Irony can be good too. So people think like irony, right, in a bad way, but there's a lot of good irony. Um, I'm a good example. You know, an irony, I like when irony is funny, but not always. I prefer when it's comedic. Mm. Well, we didn't have our irony man. Not comedic. Huh? We were missing Irony Man. Yeah. Iron Harry. Man. We're He's missing at his, his man. sister's right. birthday. What does he have? His sister's birthday. That man has more events than insert joke. Good for him. Uh, I don't know who has a lot of events. I don't know. We'd have Party to City. That. Party City. Yeah, I don't know. That guy's got more events than the watermill. Yes. There you go. That must be a Long Island thing. I know as soon as I said, or the Olive Garden, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I don't know if they <laughs> top 500 comedy podcasts. Hopefully we break into the top 100. Yeah, and I'm like, man, this is. On what? Uh, in North America? I don't on know. what platform? Maybe it's a like, fake email, but it, I was like. As a podcast? I as go, a this what? can't be fake because we are funny. Where is it? As a podcast or as the StreamYard thing? Pond forbid is showing great performance on Apple Podcast rankings oh, in the sure. last thirty days. Okay. Two forty-eight in the category comedy interviews, United States. Two forty-eight. Wow. You said top five hundred. That's top two fifty. I know. I went modest because I was like, "Come on, now two forty. Oh, like... oh, now we got. Now I feel like we could get serious. <laughs> my fucking camera. I got so excited. I'm like, we got it, baby. We're back in action. We're winning. We're winning again. We're winning. We are back to winning. No. We, yeah, we just got to keep crushing it. That's All right. It. Well, that's good to know. All right. Let's keep it going. Uh, well, no, we got to adopt the white belt. Oh, got to do more funny. Oh, I want to take applications for the Adopt a White Belt program. It'll be like, uh, <laughs> can you teach the kids class? Oh, this is good. No, you have to make sure you're a blue belt. That's what happens at blue belt. You get to teach the kids class. You got more events than Olive Garden now. 
Why'd you say? Why'd you put that in the group? It was a good joke. It's not. Olive, what events does Olive Garden have? I don't know. What event? Dinner. Breadstick night. Breadstick night. The breadstick. I mean, could I my friends used to call me middle sentence because I would just be thinking, and then I'll be like, "You got more events than Olive Garden." They're like, "What? What?" Because you had a whole thought process there. My mother does the same thing. I go, hold on. <coughs> I want to know the beginning of this. Yeah, your mom was great at the Smokers Club. Oh, she was funny. Oh, she was back in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. I like how they try to say that song is not about acid. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is it about? Lucy in the sky. Yeah, you were on drugs. Good time. Okay. I love drugs. Drugs won the war on drugs. The war on drugs, drugs won. Drugs handedly kicked ass. Imagine you walked in on a dare officer. (laughs) Oh my god. Like, think about all the resources spent on essentially doing nothing. Literally. Literally. I mean, I think we can say confidently that the dare program killed off a large generation or a portion of it. Just saying. I mean, my, do you know how many people my age are dead that went through the dare program? Like that, went, like didn't work. Didn't work. I don't know. I didn't dare. Didn't work. No, I oh, didn't dear. dare. I, I just was a pothead from an early age. <laughs> didn't work. They had. I was like, no, this stuff is. I think this is in my wheelhouse. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Tonight was great. Right, we did an hour and twenty minutes. Yes, Long. That was yeah. nice, people. Oh, no, it's repeating. Oh, it's uh, you don't have an outro yet? P- name a song, a style. What do you guys want to outro with? Outro. Hmm. Uh, San- well, what's the group? Sublime? There's a song where they're hitting the bong. All right, let's think about that and think about your favorite single round fights. Awesome. All right, it's tweeted. Retweet it, John. Get on Twitter. IG ain't life. We both. Okay, I'm going to go on Twitter. All right. Do for Elon. We are now exiting (laughs) the Avengers. (laughs) 